Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 14 in the book of Titus, the last podcast in Titus. Tomorrow is going to be First Peter, and I'm going to title this Seven Words of Titus, kind of as a summary using the words as a little uh, something to march around and, and, and talk about. First word of Titus is passion. He calls Titus his child in the faith in chapter 1, verse 4. So, so Titus is young. He's, he's going to be bearing some leadership, and he's given the authority and the mantle and responsibility to a, to a very tough job. And Paul is first saying, hey, you're part of my family. You're part of my spiritual family. You're birthed from my loins, perhaps. You're in the family business, and uh, you're not alone here, and you're doing this something great and difficult. It's it's Paul saying, I've got this spiritual child, and, uh, and, Tim, and uh, Titus appreciating that he he is part of a family legacy. So first word is passion. Second word is order. He's calling Titus to bring order to a disordered church. It's a church that's ready, but not enjoying at the moment, sound doctrine, which is sound teaching, and sound life. We're adorning the gospel. We'll get to that in a second. There's uh, So the problems is he's got some pitfalls in, his, in the pastors, so they're they're uh, heading towards shameful gain, so they're falling into one of the pitfalls of pastoring, which is the three P's of that, our profit, pride, and power. And uh, and he's saying, let's get, let's go back to the basics and let's get good leadership, uh, so that nobody reviles the uh, the Lord. So that is, let's protect the reputational influence. It's real, you know, sober for um, a, this young man, uh, Titus scary but but it's very very true he is uh asking him to be able to teach and that's uh that's one of my favorite words from the greek is danatos explosive the same word we get dynamite so so he's saying as a, as a young pastor you should be uh have a strong ability and why is that why why should you have a strong ability in teaching well because you're going to need it you have to beget believers you have to develop believers protect believers and keep them sound in the faith all the while while sort of defending all the knuckleheads so you want a person that is able has a strong attachment to teaching who has a strong ability in teaching and then a strong application for it uh so it's very oriented towards that way and you want a person that's power in powerful in this ability, powerful in attachment, powerful in his in his uh, usage or action, and the the reason is, the big reason is why do you want a person that's able to teach? Is because because of the situation that we are in, which is we have people in the water, we have knuckleheads in the water, and by the way, don't get too prideful about it because you were one of these people too. All right, so now fourth. Fourth uh, word, so passion, uh, order, explosiveness, and then this fourth order word is adorn, adorn the gospel. He wants us to be pleasing and productive and leading healthy lives, functioning and contributing, and we've got our our, uh, uh, our feet in the fight, if you will, and uh, we, we are teaching each other and training each other and, and having personal disciplines. We're living godly lives. So older people are not put out to pasture, but they're put into position 
So adorning is we're supposed to be letting our behavior and our heart and our attitude and our intent and our words adorn the doctrine of God. So we have this beautiful message. The message is God loves us and sent Jesus on a rescue mission for us and everybody else. Uh, and he wants everybody to be saved, as it says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. And we adorn the, the doctrine by putting things into, into order, putting our lives in order, making it beautiful. And so we sort of decorate the gospel, if you will. We set the table. We put our lives in order so that the order of God's gospel is not impaired. So all our work, all our actions is towards the Lord. So that's adorning the gospel. That's the fourth word. The fifth word is our identity. So we started this spiritual walk with this whole list of being foolish, disobedient, and prideful, and he he saves us. So our identity, our, our identity has changed, and our identity is so much in him that we want to be thinking like him. And what's he thinking about? He's thinking about these knuckleheads that are still in the water. So there's this urgency of who we were to who we are, and who are our future brothers and sisters, future believers? There's this, there's this urgency with regards to our identity. Identity is number five. Number six is mission. And I just love this, that he sends people out of, in chapter three, he sends people out of the fellowship. In verse 10, he sends people out of the fellowship without fellowship. In other words, he kicks them out of the church as a church action of church discipline for people that are not receiving rebuke. And he describes them as being self-condemned. Um, the word can also mean dislocated. It's like they, they dislocate their own arm, which is just like ridiculous. Like, why are you doing this? So he sends them out without fellowship to try to use the power of fellowship to bring them back in. And then he compares and contrasts this with sending people out of the fellowship without them having, quote-unquote, leaving the fellowship. Those are That are the missionaries. We're to speed them on the way. We're, good, we're to see that they lack that they lack nothing. And we're sort of asking, how can I do my best for you so that you can do your best for him? And the final word, the seventh word, so passion, order, uh, explosive, dinatos, um, adorning, and identity, and mission. The last word is holy. And this is a characteristic that he says he wants from Titus and he wants from elders. And he's it's a person who lives in this world who bears the marks from exposure to another word. And because of visits to that world, will demonstrate characteristics not of this world. And so, so Paul is asking Titus and other, other uh, elders to bear the marks of a holy God, of walking with the Spirit. And so people could say maybe from a distance, hey, you look a lot like your father. So holiness is for you. Holiness is to be shared. It's, it, you're supposed to expose others when you come back from it. So elders are to be marked by it. They're supposed to be known by it, characterized by it. We, we should be bearing the marks of exposure there so we can bring and bear the holiness here. Why is that? Because we're going to need it. We're going to need it in the in the big things that Titus talks about, which is get get an order back into the church. Get your teaching in order. Get your sound doctrine in order. Get your people in order so that they're adorning they're adorning the do, the doctrine. Why is that? Because we, we're supposed to be an effective team. We're, so we've got people in the water, and we need to get those people out. Thank you for joining me in the book of Titus. What a wonderful short uh, book that uh, 
talks about problems that we have in the church today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Come join me in First Peter, one of my favorite books of the Bible, if that's possible. Thanks.